welcome to the Romance and Color podcast. I am one half of the duo here at Romance and Color, Tatiana. And I'm going to be joined today by a very special guest. Um, say hello, special guest. Hi, I'm Candace. Thank you for having me. Yes, it's my friend Candace, uh, one of my best friends. I think I've known her um, too long now. I don't even want to say how long, but I've too lost long. Count. I lost count too. <laughs> and um, so tell the people a little bit about yourself, Candace, before we get into the podcast and what we're going to be talking about this week. All right. I am an assistant professor. I'm married. I have one child. Um, I like to read and watch romance movies. Mm-hmm. And I like to cook and hang out with my family. Yes, yes, yes. So as you can see, Candace and I have too many things um, in common. <laughs> so um, just to recap um, what happened last what we talked about last episode when Yakini joined us. And Yakini will join us next week. Um, but for this topic, I thought I'd bring in one of my friends. Um, but um, we talked last week about finding your sexuality late in life. Candace, did you get a chance to listen to that one? Uh, I have not yet. I will get <laughs> caught up. It's okay. I can just tell you what it's about right now. Um, we talked about um, people who kind of found their sexuality and their um whether it be finding out that they're really gay or bisexual or um or just having certain proclivities about their sexuality later on in life. Um and I talked we talked about Andrew Gillum and his mm-hmm. kind of controversy and him being bisexual. Uh we talked about our girl Nisi Nash who got married to uh, a woman uh, mm-hmm. later on in life and we even talked about the contrasting reception to the two and how people were really kind of happy for Nisi Nash but kind of like shocked about you know Andrew Gillum saying that mm-hmm. he was bisexual um, which you know kind of t- is really about how we treat men and masculinity and and um, you know toxic masculinity and how that pretty much hurts all of us and everybody sure. yeah and so um, we also, I guess, also gave a couple um, book recommendations uh, last week. Um, I think, I think, I, which book did I recommend? Oh, I recommended um, A Taste of Our Own Medicine uh, by Tasha L. Harrison. And then another book I recommended, which was a graphic novel, was Bingo Love uh, by T. Franklin. Uh, so I hope everybody got a chance to. Uh, pick up those books and in our weekly watching romance uh area we talked about uh love guaranteed with damon waynes did you see that one candy it was on netflix it was it was, it was okay oh i gotta get caught <laughs> up man um, we did talk a little bit about lovecraft country um so um the kind of the conversation about you know finding your sexuality late in life um with regards to montrose uh, we talked a little bit about that too, um, and then mm-hmm. we talked about uh, a girl like Grace, starring uh, Ryan Destiny and um, Raven Simone. Uh, we talked a little bit about that um, book as well. Um, so we had, we talked a little about a lot of things last last uh, uh, episode to kind of kick off season two, and so um, this episode we're going to be talking about. Um, fat phobia uh fat representation 
um, and that intersectionality between race and uh, um, gender as far and, and as far as being a bigger person is concerned. Um, but before we get started, let's talk a little bit about some hot topics um, that we've seen come across our screens. Uh, they don't necessarily have to do with the, you know, with the topic at hand, but usually they, they do. Um, what's so hot in the streets. Yeah, what's hot in the streets. <laughs> <laughs> what's hot in the streets, what's hot in the shade room. Um, so Meg Thee Stallion and Tory Lanez have been going back and forth. Um, if you all don't know, you know, he was the guy that, I say allegedly, but he the dude did it. Shot her in the foot. Um, and he went on this whole, he's now released an album, which I'm not going to stream because I am team no. Megs. I am a hottie. I'm team Megs. All day. All day. And we don't, we don't, um, we don't support misogynoir over here. So um, he released an entire album talking about how, um, you know, how you lying on me and you know this that and the other and then bringing up you know some very hateful things about her dead mother and all kinds of stuff and you know it's just it just doesn't make him look good I think he thought he would garner some sympathy but it just in the end it just does not make him look good so have you heard about that Candace, what's going on with that? I have. Um, I've seen some posts and some tweets about it, and I, I totally agree with you. I, I saw that he was going to make a statement that night or whatever, mm-hmm. and then, of course, I went to sleep because it was midnight uh, <laughs> Eastern Standard Time. <laughs> um, yes, yes. But then the next day, not that I would have watched it anyway, um, but then the next right. day I saw that the statement was really like an album release. So I was like, okay, that right. kind of seems like a publicity stunt to me. But It was. It was. It's exactly what it was. The pool a whole publicity stunt. Um, and so, you know, Meg did not respond directly, but she responded in her own way by posting a picture of herself with some beautiful diamond rings on that basically said, fuck you on them. Oh, so, okay. So, <laughs> so that's why I said, oh, okay. So, you know, she's not going to respond um, directly regarding that because she has too many things going on for herself. The woman is on the cover of Time Magazine. And so I think you know, she's one of a few rappers that I've seen on the cover of Time Magazine. She's a tall, beautiful, full-figured woman who also has been the brunt of a lot of, you know, body um, jokes, which I don't think are cool at all. Um, yeah. And then so, also, yeah. I would just... Oh, sorry. No, no, go ahead. Mm. I would just think that um, to have the events of that night brought up again, I mean, it's just a rehashing of the trauma for her. And then to hear it being used in in an album release, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't mm-hmm. think I would have much to say in response either. I wouldn't either. Yeah, he's not he's not worth the time at all, you know, and, or the energy. Um, and so she's, you know, going on about her life and about to release another album and you know, being on the cover of all these magazines, she's doing well for herself. A Fenty, Savage Fenty ambassador. So, yep. I mean, hey, you know, she's doing her thing. So, you know, again, we are team Megs over here. You know, we are not team Tory. I don't even know. I don't even know a damn Tory Lane song. I don't know any Tory Lane song. <laughs> I don't know. I, do you know a Tory Lane song? I, girl, I don't. I don't. Know I honestly, um, I didn't know who he was until recently. 
saying because I was like, I don't even know his songs like that. I was like, is he, does he rap? Does he sing? Like, what does he do? I don't know. Which, I didn't, which I didn't does know. he do? Does he sing or rap? Girl, I still don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't, I don't even care. But I, yep. I think. I think he might do a little of both. Maybe. Okay. I don't, I don't know. One of those little kind of Drake sing songy rap type of dudes. So. Gotcha. I don't know. And so anyway, I also saw that Little Wayne is dating plus size model Denise Badeau. Apparently, okay. he whisked her off. Of on her birthday jet setting somewhere, and she would say thank you to my love and blah 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 blah. And I was like, first of all, how does Wayne keep pulling these women? <laughs> Second of all, I mean, I'm sure he has a fabulous personality. He's charisma be guy. It must be his charisma. <laughs> it's his charisma. It must be because I, I mean, hmm, girl, <laughs> I don't know, but. I was very surprised to see him with a more plus you know, size woman. I did not know he was he was into that, you know. Yeah, I, I try I, to I think, think that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I don't think that. Um, actually, yeah, no. There's been a lot of variation among the women he's dated, or at least mm-hmm. among the ones that I know mm-hmm. of that he's dated. Mm-hmm. I mean, all sizes, shades, you shades, know, whatever, yeah. you know. I, I don't think I've ever seen him with anybody white, but I mean, if he was, I girl, I don't know, maybe. But I was very surprised to see him with somebody like plus size. I was like, well, good for mm-hmm. you know, good for them. I hope it it's okay. I hope she's okay with the, with the twelve kids, um, <laughs> how many other kids he got. But you know, he takes care of all of them, which is a wonderful. I heard he's a wonderful father. Um, but I was very surprised. I said, well, that's that's interesting. Um, and that kind of brings us to our, our topic today, um, which is about fatness in romance. And so as a, as a full figure person, I thought I would, you know, bring on my friend who is also full figure as well. She says she, I, look, I don't think she is, but she says she is y'all, but you know, I mean, according what? to the size in the store <laughs> I would be classified yes but but that's another thing we'll talk about um so I wanted to bring this up because you know where we are historically there like right now it seems to be a very you know cool body positive movement going on and that's also kind of seems to be trickling down into media and the spaces of romance and movies and pop culture and books and stuff like that. But I'm still seeing that it's kind of slow to embrace kind of bigger people who are of color, particularly Black women. And so sometimes when we see Black women in these romantic comedies and roles, they're oftentimes a sidekick who are there for like, um, you know, for, you know, shits and giggles and being funny um, or, you know, there are extremes where they're like super, super overly sexual or they're like, you know, really dowdy and like really homely and stuff like that. And so like, I want to celebrate and talk about how there needs to be room for bigger bodies and, and, and plus size women, particularly plus size women of color and, romances 
And I think first we need to start to talk about why historically that hasn't been. Um, I think because of these kind of tropes about, you know, bigger black women, right? So we've had, if we see bigger black women on screen a long time ago, they were either like mammy or, you know, they were just mm-hmm. not a comic relief. They weren't being taken seriously, not particularly as love interest, you know, um, no matter their, their, no matter the complexion of the woman, if she was light or dark, if she was heavier, she wasn't seen as a person who was, of you know, love, somebody who would be in a romantic relationship with anybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, in my, in our own lifetimes, as you know people who were born you know i say zennials <laughs> um <laughs> you know we haven't we haven't seen too many you know plus size black women you know being loving fun romantic comedies or romantic romantic dramas um without you know some sort of shame attached to them being big you know what i mean or some or it being a joke and so um you know I don't know what the aversion is to seeing fat bodies on screen is. What do you think? Like, what do you think? Why do you think people don't want to see big black women get it on on screen? You know, (laughs) so a couple (laughs) things that I thought of is one, because of our society's European standards of beauty, Mm -hmm. um, even though weight is not directly related to race, I think weight or being of a heavier weight is one of those things that's considered the other it's not the Mm -hmm. norm it's not the Mm -hmm. the standard of beauty in this country um and Mm -hmm. i know that differs in some other countries but i think that's one of it that's not the norm so that's something that's other i'm uncomfortable with that Mm -hmm. because it's Mm -hmm. not what our standard is um Mm -hmm. and then the other thing i think from kind of like a personal standpoint for people i wonder if people who are not heavier see someone who is heavy like in a romance film or on a tv show and it makes them uncomfortable because they don't want to be that Mm, mm, mm. it's like that makes me uncomfortable because i because i'm not that i hope to never be that and i don't want to see that because it it reminds me of where i could be or it makes me think of where i could be someday yeah 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 I, I, i definitely i definitely see where you're coming from with that and then to combine that with something like race, yeah, being black and bigger, you know, you're already bigger and then you're black. Those are just two things that are just not desirable in this country. You know, um, you know, there are elements about being black that people like, but it ain't being heavy. That's not <laughs> that's not one of them. It's like taking certain certain parts of us and dissecting parts of us, which is cool to have that's bigger but not just overall having a big body is it, right. not okay you know I think I think I'm trying to think as a teenager like growing up like if I ever saw like bigger um women being like in romances or romantic comedies and you know what you know they released Moesha on Netflix right yeah. and I thought about Kim on Netflix mm-hmm. and how she just got the shaft because she wasn't even that big Mm-mm. but but they made all these like I, I tried to watch it and now being 41 years old and I was a teenager when this came out I see now that I'm like you know some shit just was not right right um 
they did Kim so right. Like she was the fun loving, a cute girl, chubby but cute. But they always made these jokes about her weight. And then Moesha was a terrible friend. And when Kim was like, Mo, do you think I need to lose weight? Um, Moesha's like, Well, girl, you know, I don't know. Right. I mean, you know, it was just it was just so shady, so shady. But I was happy to see when Kim broke off and got the Parkers, even though they made Monique be like this man crazy mama. Yeah. Um, they were still fly. They still looked good. They they accentuated their bodies. They weren't ashamed ashamed of them and things like that. But you know there was still work to be done in that area as far right. as you know celebration of of bigness and blackness and stuff like that. Right. Um, but it's it funny to crazy. go back. It's funny to go back now and look at shows like that. Like you said, that we laughed at as teenagers and now mm-hmm. like things are so different now. Things that were acceptable back then aren't now. And it's like, oh, this makes me a little bit uncomfortable. And you kind of just have to try to remember the context that it came out in and think like, okay, well, let me just appreciate it for the nostalgia and not necessarily, it's not for the present time. Right, right, right. And then I, I'm so... Thinking about that, you know, the only times we've ever seen fat, fat black women are were in like just straight up comedies versus romantic comedies, you know. And then oftentimes, not only that, fat black women were sometimes depicted by men for a comedic foil and things like that. And you know, what does that say about you know bigger women? You know, what I'm saying, don't they deserve happiness and love and things like that? I also oh you remember that that movie um what was it called Road Trip? Yeah. And the the skinny white guy DJ Qualls, he mm-hmm. had sex with a big old black girl and everyone mm-hmm. was like, "Oh my god, oh my god." But I was like, "Do y'all know it's plenty of big black big black women out right. here having sex with small dudes, black or white." Right. You know what I mean? And then people were just so disgusted disgusted by it. You know what I mean? Like, oh my gosh, she's so big. Blah, blah, blah. Um, that that young lady passed away not too long ago. Oh. But yeah, but she rest in peace. She was a beautiful person, a model. But you know, it was it was crazy. You know what I mean? Like I when I looked at the girl, I was like, Oh, she, she's pretty, you know, she's right. pretty. She looked like the other girl I've seen in my neighborhood in my family, you know. Um, but you know, to to for them to use it as a joke in the movie was just like wow you know why would y'all do that you know yeah yeah I don't think it was until like we got in our like maybe 20s maybe 30s that we started seeing black women who are bigger in like serious romances and romantic comedies and the person I feel like responsible for that is Queen Latifah Queen Latifah Cause I mean, think about when she was on Living Single. Um, when she was on Living Single, Queen Latifah had a man. She kept a man always. Oh, <laughs> and some fine men. And some fine men. Thank you. They was all fine. Um, and she was, and she didn't compromise who she was. She was a bigger woman. She dressed fly. She looked fly. Hair always done. Makeup always laid. You know, she always looked good. That, like you said, stayed keeping a man. And so when she went and you know had her foray into movies, you know there were some movies where she was kind of stereotypical and stuff like that, and you know, um, 
kind of, you know, was kind of playing into those stereotypes of a bigger, bigger woman, aggressive or, you know, um, you know, kind of asexual in a way and stuff like that. Sassy. But sassy, yes, always sassy and stuff like that. But I think when she hit her stride in in her in the romantic comments in the barbershops and um, you know, uh just right and you know brown sugar and stuff mm. like that you know, last she was holiday let let our favorite movie in the whole world <laughs> last holiday <laughs> last holiday where she's showing that bigger big black women can be sexy and desire and the men the love interest were always fine all the men who who wanted her were always fine always good looking mm. you know what i mean and so um you know I feel like she gave us, you know, women who are full of size hope out there, you know, like, hey, you don't have to compromise who you are, you know, to be sexy and, and full of figure. Even in some of the historical people that she played, like Bessie Smith and stuff like that, she was yep. still a bigger woman who was confident in who she was. And she had men, she had women. I was going to say, she I had mean, many lovers. <laughs> many lovers. Yes, many, many lovers. And um, <laughs> she was really, really, you know, I mean, I, I kudos to her for like really. I feel like breaking down that wall for us as a generation, for our generation, that is to see plus size women. And now, you know, I feel like people are kind of getting um, the message that diversity. We want diversity not only in racial diversity and gender diversity and sexual orientation, but we want body diversity in these body diversity too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. so you know now we got like in, on insecure we saw Issa Rae having sex with a big dude you know what I mean mm-hmm. like big dudes don't be getting no love either they sometimes right. the, com- the comedic relief and stuff like that but you know she was having sex and good sex with a bigger dude you know what I mean and he also and- had um I, I guess from this past season, I guess they had stopped talking, but he had another boo at the end. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So he, he had, had no shortage boo. of women. Yeah, he did not have a shortage of women. TSA Bay had had, had <laughs> him some women because you know he was TSA Bay. He could get he could you know hook you up on all kinds of stuff. So hey, you know good benefits, yeah, good benefits, good D. What you know, all of that was together. <laughs> all of that was together. You know. So I mean, it was it was really nice to see them incorporate somebody that was heavier instead of just Kelly on the show, who's you know she ain't had no sex scene, you know what I mean? She she nope. just you know just a person who's there for like comedy, you know, which I right. mean I appreciate I would, it, but I I want her to have somebody too, you know? Right, I would love to see Kelly have a, a love interest, mm-hmm. and like you said, not just one for comic relief, but mm-hmm. make that a, a storyline for her. Yes, maybe that maybe they'll do it next season. I mean, she's one of the writers on the show, but I'm hoping she Natasha Rothwell will write herself a love scene, but, but right, for next right. season, yeah, yeah. And then also, I just thought about another one, and in, in, in sort of in pop culture, it's gone off now. But Empire, I remember when Gabby Sidibay had a sex scene on Empire, and yes, people were just like, yes. people were just like, oh my god, why? I'm like, why not? Becky is right. a confident person. She had never let her size hinder her about her job and what she does. She was good at it. And of course, why can't she have a man that wanted her? Period. 
Exactly. You know what I mean? I remember watching yeah. that scene and thinking, okay, Becky. Exactly. Like, okay, Becky, get it in. Get it, girl. Get it. Right. Girl. You know, and, you know, people, you know, say Gabby is not attractive or whatever, whatever, because Gabby is all of the stereotypes in one. You know what I mean? She's big and she's dark skinned and she's, you know, all these other things that people don't find attractive. You know, and I think right. they could connect a lot of her character with Precious. They can't separate the two, you know, her her role in yeah, Precious and, and yeah. separate that from who she is as a person, which is a fun-loving, you know, um, confident woman who, by the way, in real life, has a very attractive um, partner. You know what I mean? Right. So, I mean, right. I don't see why people think that big girls shouldn't, you know, have romance or be seen as romantic leads especially bigger black women are saying romantic we see plenty of big white girls getting to do right now you know and the thing that bothers me about that is for the people who are um disgusted or find bigger women undesirable it's like well if you're not going to desire that person why are you so upset because somebody else wants them let let them let them be great right right well why is why is who they're with upsetting you it, I think it's because it's inter- it's internalized again fat phobias. You know yes. what I mean? It's internalized. Um, if they are black misogynoir, kind of combined with that, you know, because you know in your family it's big black women in all our families. Exactly. You know what I mean? And and I think for us, a lot of times for us culturally, we don't really see a lot of people people that other people may see as big. Which is kind of like they just average to us, you know, but to other people on the outside looking in, they're like, oh my God, that person's big. They're unhealthy, you know, whatever, whatever. Like there's a fine line between being kind of thick and, and, and curvy versus being like obese. And people right. don't, and people just don't want to, like one is more acceptable than the other. But in the grand scheme of things, it's both, to be quite honest, you got small on the small plus size and then you got, you know, larger plus size women. So right. I mean I don't know I just I just don't know what the the problem is and why Hollywood doesn't want to see more plus size women on the screen. It would be nice, you know. I I just don't. I mean again, white women are afforded that opportunity to be plus size and be and get the get the guy. Like I I mean I I cannot. I mean how many movies have I seen like that? Yeah. I mean several several movies i mean amy schumer and you know um what's her name uh the girl from girls with the with the kind of um, the, the chubby chick from girls uh, lena dunham or yeah. um um rebel wilson rebel wilson that's what exactly what i was thinking about rebel wilson i mean do you really think i mean just real talk rebel wilson is gonna end up with chris hemsworth or whatever Girl, no. <laughs> like, not even in real life. Like, I, I mean, not because she's big. It's because Rebel Wilson is annoying. Right. It has nothing to do with, it has to do with her being big. <laughs> she's fucking annoying. Like, I mean, um, I, I just see, like, I mean, he seems like a real chill, laid-back dude. She seems very annoying. But, um, you know, and then, <laughs> you know, we, we get people, people like Adele when she was heavier, who were, like, celebrating and stuff like that. But I mean, you know, I think the only time big plus size women, black women are celebrated is in gospel because <laughs> they can get the, the, I mean, I mean, the church That's always loved big black women. 
I mean, that's true. You know, because I get, I guess, and if we want to dig deeper in that, I guess because the church has, has always been kind of a, a kind of safe space, and they see those women personally bigger black women is not really being a threat. You know what I mean? And they're mm. always kind of the workers in the church, and massive. And, and then the church has kind of <laughs> sold them this this like idea that you know if you just hold on to Jesus and be a good worker and even though you're a big girl or whatever, you know, somebody going to love you and no, nobody love you. Jesus will love you. So Jesus I mean, is you your know, boyfriend. Jesus is your boyfriend. Right. Um, and, and, and it's kind of taking that sexual and, and romantic element away from, from, from bigger black women who get our praise for this thing and abilities of their work again, working in the church and things like that. But again, that's the only place I've ever seen bigger black women quote-unquote be celebrated but it's always for something they do not for what they look like really it's really for what they do and it's definitely not for something in a romantic sense you know but definitely i don't know i I just think about my own personal experiences like i've been i mean i've been as big as like almost 250 and i've been as small as 130 pounds so i've been i've been you know a wide variety of sizes you know and um I know being bigger I mean it was I mean it was a struggle I mean um but I just didn't I don't know I I just didn't like let it hinder me romantically or even sexually I guess um Mm -hmm. but but you know some people for some people it's it's a problem they don't want to see themselves naked and, and things like that and because I think the body positivity movement has been co-opted by other people, and it's mm-hmm. not le- it's not allowing space for Black women to be celebrated for their bodies as well. So I don't know. I don't know. What would you like yeah. to see more as far as like plus size women in like romantic movies or romantic situations? You know, um, what would you like, like- to see? specific people or like no, specific people or concepts or or tropes or things like that did you see in romance would you what 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 would you like to see as far as like bigger roles are concerned i mean all the things we've talked about i'd love to see a black woman be the star of a romantic movie romantic comedy or a drama even and her have a love interest and then not that her weight not be an issue as part of the relationship. Because sometimes one of the tropes is that, oh, you know, she was lucky to get this man or she was able to get a man in spite of her side. Like, I would like yeah, that not even of. be mm-hmm. part of it. Right. right. Um, In terms of specific people, so not really a movie actress that I can think of, um, but somebody that I keep thinking of as we're having this conversation is Takara Jones from mm-hmm. America's Next Top Model. Mm-hmm. And I always think about her in comparison to Ashley Graham. And don't get me wrong, I love Ashley Graham. I think she's gorgeous. But I feel like Takara should have the same degree of success that Ashley Graham yep. has. Yep. And if I feel Takara, like she... Takara walk so Ashley Graham can fly. We exactly. Said it exactly. And I feel like Takara doesn't, but I could see her like as the the lead of a romantic comedy. I don't know where she's been. I wonder where she's been. I haven't seen her like in anything. Like, yeah, neither nothing. have I. No it's campaigns, anything like that. 
I know um, she did some hosting on BET a couple times, but mm-hmm. other than that, mm-hmm. I can't. Yeah, I'm not sure kinda, what she's been. Kind of faded to when when other people kind of got their rise. She kind of like faded to the background. Faded to the background. Yeah, and I, I mean, we said we talk about Lizzo. Um, yes, how um, can I forget Lizzo? Yeah, how can we forget about Lizzo? Lizzo? We, I mean, Lizzo, she was in uh, Hustlers, and so she was playing a stripper in Hustlers, which was cool. Um, but you know, I want to see Lizzo in a in a romantic comedy. Um, I kept thinking about when she was. Uh, did you see her on the Trevor Noah show? On, on the on the Daily Show with Trevor Noah, she was flirting with him so much. He was turning oh. so red. Oh, he was like he was so blushing. red, and, and but he was like kissing her hand. I was like, oh, I, if she could be in like a movie with like a Trevor Noah type, I would yeah. totally love that. That would be really really cute. Um, but like, yeah, she was she was she she could definitely pull it off. <coughs> Excuse me, she could definitely pull it off. I definitely see her her doing it, or like. What's our girl Raven Goodwin? She had a love yes. scene. Remember, she had a love she scene on Being Mary Jane. Yeah. yeah, big up to um um Raven Goodwin. She had a love scene on Being Mary Jane. Also, our girl from um Glee. Glee, I um, knew you about to bring her up. You know they, they always getting them too confused. Um, Amber Riley. But, Amber Riley. Um, you know those are some girls who need some love, and you know be great. You know, in a romantic comedy or something like that. Um. Um, Raven Goodwin was in that Christmas movie though that was about the the pastor the Christmas bells or something like that that was on last year um that was cute but like she and she ended up getting like a a romantic guy a, a guy in the end it was Cuba Gooden Jr. um what, what's his brother's name Omar Gooden yes. um yep. ended up being her like romantic partner in the end but it was kind of like a secondary plot uh, to the story but you know she she deserves some love too. You know yeah. I'd love to see her in some some comedy some some romantic comedies. I'm trying to think of some other folks. But what about our holiday movies coming up? Do we have any plus size mm. actresses of color mm. movies starring in any of those? I know you have sent me the list, and it seems like a lot of other types of diversity. But I wonder if we'll see some body diversity this holiday season. You know. Um, I don't know. I, I, you don't have to go back and look. Um, so far, because you know other people's lists haven't come out yet. Um, they usually wait until like mid October to bring out their list. But I mean, hey, Tamara, she last season she had just had a baby, was still big, so she was on, she was on there too, and so was uh, Keisha Knight Pulliam. Um, you know, she doesn't have them off anyway either. Um. They were still in there. I think Kim Fields, um, you know, she's not a small woman. She's um right. She's been in she's gonna be in, I think, a Christmas movie, I think. But I don't know. I don't know, I don't know yet. I don't think anybody our our age, uh, in our age range is gonna be in any Christmas movies who's kind of <laughs> plus size. I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm trying to think, but I'm like I said, I'm getting the list together to to put on our on our romance movie addicts in color um of color um, i can't group. wait but i don't i don't see any now it'll be really nice i mean they are doing diversity as far as you know we have somebody in a, that's um in a wheelchair we have gay people mm-hmm. um even i think there's even one where somebody's deaf um yeah. but or hard of hearing um so they're doing diversity in those ways but still none with body 
diversity. Not even, not even a white. I don't even think there are any white girls who are like big who are gonna be, you know, featured in any of these movies. You know, but I don't. Again, I don't. I don't know. Maybe we'll see. Maybe mid October. Hopefully, the rest of the list will come out because we still got TV One. We got BET. Um, that usually come out with movies. Um, maybe own network is gonna do the um Christmas movies again. Um, yeah. so you know, maybe they'll come out with 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 some some more movies. But it would be nice. I mean, oh. it would be nice to see more diversity in 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 the in the size of people in in romances. Because I mean, everybody. I mean, everybody deserves to be loved, whatever that looks like. Um. And, and everybody deserves to see themselves too. Exactly. Everybody deserves to see themselves. And, you know, when I see somebody who is plus size and, you know, it gives a, a in romance, it, it makes me happy to see that, hey, they're falling in love, you know, not, like you said, in spite of being big. It, like, it doesn't right. even come up at all. So it'd be nice right. if we just had like a, a romance where that didn't even come up at all. It's, you know, I don't need woe is me, I'm big. Oh, right. finally somebody's look, finally somebody's looking at me. I I, I don't want right. to. I don't want to. I don't want to hear that. You know, I want somebody to be, you know, excited to be with with me, as far as you know, um, you know, romance and being and having romantic feelings for me. Well, I guess that's why when I write, I always write plus size women. But mm-hmm. you know, I don't want to. I don't want to jinx myself and talk about that right now. <laughs> I do write about plus my characters in my own, own manuscripts and novels are plus size so you know and they're confident nobody's like oh what was me about my weight you know it comes up but it's like not oh my god you know Mm-hmm. She, they're big, and she definitely—that the characters definitely don't feel them that way about themselves. Maybe others right. do, but they don't feel that way about themselves. But yeah. So what? What kind? What are some movies that you like that in this week's watching romance? I wanted to feature movies and TV that TV shows that had like plus size folks in it, particularly plus size women of color. Um, that um we liked and enjoyed well you know off the top back to queen latifah just <laughs> right is a favorite of mine yeah. one because she is she does have a love interest and it's not about you know what size she weighs. i mean what you know what her weight is um but also i saw myself in her because we have the same profession she's an athletic trainer and a physical therapist and i'm an athletic trainer so that was pretty exciting for me um for that movie and of course you know we are queen latifah fans to the end we are fans so. we are, we are queen latifah fans <laughs> yes and i i love i also love just right also, we also every holiday, Candace and I watch Last Holiday. We'll text each other and be like, "Last Holiday's on TV. It's on. <laughs> it's on. Our movie's on." So we always watch Last Holiday. I got the DVD. If I don't catch it on TV, I will put on the the Blu-ray uh, of, of of Last Holiday, which is one of my favorites because you know she ends up with El Kujay. Who don't want to be with El Kujay? Exactly. I mean, really. And then she has this fabulous trip that's like amazing and everybody loves her she's just like you know like she's like 
the the toast of the town, basically. You know what I mean? Like if you had everybody see, eating out of her hand, literally eating out of her hand, literally eating out of her hand. Um, but if you haven't seen just you know, um, just right our last holiday, these are definitely two of our favorite movies. I mean, they've been out for umpteen years now. So, I mean, if you haven't seen it by now, I mean, we're not spoiling anything really. Right. <laughs> um, and I also thought about Monique and uh, Fat Girls. Do you remember that movie? Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. love that movie. Um, because you know she's like a fashion designer or something like that, and then she goes on a vacation with her cousin, and her cousin like yep. thinks that the guys are into her, but he's really into Monique. Like he's some sort of mm-hmm. African super rich doctor or whatever, and he's like really really into her. He's like, look, girl, women over here are 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 big, and we like big women. You know what I mean? <laughs> So, like, mm-hmm. what is the problem? Um, so I, I definitely, I definitely like Fat Girl. It doesn't get enough love, I think, because of the title. Maybe I don't know what it was, but I don't think Fat Girls gets enough love um, for being a cute yeah. romantic comedy featuring, like, you know, heavyset, you know, black woman in it. Um, Monique is not as big as she was. She's still plus size, but she's not as big as she was before. Um, but um, she still, she looks amazing. Um, but she looked amazing either way because Monique looked mm-hmm. good regardless, you know, of her size. Um, but yeah, that was another one I liked. And then also a really oldie but goodie, uh, Waiting to Hell with Loretta Devine in it. And I always think about her, you know, <laughs> going over to, um, uh, what's, what's his name? Um, I can't remember the character, but it was played by Gregory Hines, right? Gregory Hines, yes. And, and I was just trying to get the character's name too. Gregory Hines. And telling him about all the stuff that she she cooked, <laughs> and he was like, "I like a woman with meat on her bones," you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, I, I hope like, it's not hey, watching me walk away. <laughs> oh, he's watching me, you know. Um, yeah, that that would be. I love that movie too. I'm trying to think. Of some there aren't many TV shows. I think with, with women of color and black women with that were plus size, who were like, you know, the leads or whatever. Right. Um, you know, we talked about living single. Um, nobody was fat on girlfriends, so I mean, right? You know. <laughs> Even though I love that show, um, I don't know. There, there aren't many like TV shows with like plus size women. You know yeah. what though? When we're talking about our love of love, Care Country this um, mm-hmm. this uh, season, but I really appreciate them showing. I, I, this is a spoiler. If y'all didn't see, see last week's episode, I'm sorry. Um, but walk away. Showing, walk away. Just walk away and come back. <laughs> um, I really appreciated them showing a middle aged woman and like her real body. Like Girl, there were roles. I did too. There were rolls and wrinkles and stretch marks. And you know what I'm saying? This is what a real woman's body looks like. It's not airbrushed, it's not perfect. You know, our boobs ain't all perky. You know, Anjanou Ellis um, is probably in her mid to probably early 50s, maybe. Um, and so she looks really good for her age. And I mean, she was up there strutting with like a two piece on. And mm-hmm. I mean, just, you know, and then at one part she was kind of semi new. They did it in a very tasteful way, I thought. Um, and, you know, it just showed her just being, you know, what a real black woman's body who's middle age looks like also shout out to lovecraft country for for uh ruby 
Ruby. Uh, um, who is also a plus size woman who is getting it in. <laughs> <laughs> getting it in. Um, I don't want to spoil it, but she was getting it in. And so Ruby is always dressed to the nines too. I mean, Hello. the fashions, whoever is dressing um, the actress, they're killing it. Yes, oh, I forgot her real name. One Wumi Wun, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but she looks good. The dresses, the A-line dresses. The, Even um, the cute of... little red shorts that she had yes, on on the last episode yes. and the sunshade. Yeah, she it, was killing it. Killing it. Sunbathing in the window. Like, she didn't have a care in the world. Like, I mean, she looks so good. I, I, I'm sorry, but I, who we need to find out who does the costume on that show because we need to call them and be like, look, you need to put out a fashion line or something, sis, because we, we need the outfits. We need the outfits. But, All the yeah, outfits. She's good. But, I mean, it's been a while since we've seen somebody, like, plus size having some love scene on 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 a major network you know it's it's crazy i don't know it shouldn't it shouldn't have it shouldn't take this long for right. that to you know happen but yeah that's some that's some that's some good good stuff going on um in 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 tv and hopefully we'll see some more like body diversity but um yeah it's cool any other movies you think can think of or tv shows I mean, I keep taking it back to Queen Latifah, but mm-hmm. Beauty Shop uh, mm-hmm. with, uh, I hope I don't say it wrong, Jaimin Huntsu as the oh, love yes. interest. Yes, Jaimin. Jaimin Huntsu. Oh, yes. Yes. I forgot about that. I forgot he was the love interest. Mm-hmm. I need to go back and watch that movie. I think I've only seen it like twice. She was a um, a widow with the yes. young daughter. Yes. And... Yes. yes. And she moved to Atlanta. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she moved to Atlanta. Right. Yeah. Oh, oh, I miss. Oh, I forgot about the um. Oh my God, I forgot about that Christmas movie with what's her name? Um, Breely Evans, and she's a plus oh, yeah. size girl. Mm-hmm. I love that Christmas movie, and um, I forgot the guy, but he was really really cute, and you know she was like this top notch, you know um event planner at a hotel or whatever and the guy's company was coming in to like buy the hotel and but he started like falling for her basically and she looked so cute like she was always dressed cute and you know her hair was all cute and everything like I mean she was just like the perfect like Christmas romantic comedy mm-hmm. person and like her size they didn't even mention her size in the in the story it wasn't even a factor like nobody even mentioned that she was plus size or big, or she there was no conversation about how big she was. Nothing. She was just which is how it should be. Which is how it should be. And it was I think it's called You Can't Fight Christmas. I think that's the name of it uh, with Breely Evans, um, which is also a really good actress as well. Um, I like to see more of her too and stuff. Agreed. Um, Agreed. I hate that. Um, what was that show? Ambitions got canceled. Um, but you know she had a love interest in that too. Mm-hmm. And you know, Breely Evans stay having a man in a movie. So, mm-hmm. you know, shout out to Breely Evans too. <laughs> um <laughs> for representing plus size uh black women uh really, really well. But yeah, we, we got a lot of movies for folks to watch, hopefully and TV shows. Hopefully they'll they'll take a look and hopefully be able to see themselves um in some movies and stuff. Um <laughs> 
but I know you don't have time to read as much as um, I do. I'm trying to get back into it. I know. (laughs) (laughs) With the little one running around. Um, But I want to do a a couple quick um, reading romance um, books um, in our reading romance segment here that feature um, books featuring bigger bodies or or fat bodies. And guess what? Fat is not a bad word. We keep using the word fat here. Um, and fat is not a bad word because fat is just factual. You have fat on your body. I mean, it's not, it's not, it is not a bad word. So I don't want to hear people exactly. in the comments saying, oh my God, you said fat like <laughs> 300 times. Fat, it's okay to be fat. I mean, you know, it, it's okay to be fat. It, it's not, it's not a word that I'm offended by. Um, right. you know, it's not a word that people in the body, body positivity movement are, are offended by. Um, so it's okay to say fat. It's it's mm-hmm. totally okay. Um, but anyway, back to the reading romance um, suggestions. Um, one is Trolling Nights by Savannah Forreston. Uh, Savannah was one of the authors that I was featured on our um, Writing in Color series um, last uh, last year at the end of our um, first season. Um, she has a great book about a plus size woman who falls for a country boy white boy from Alabama um, who's up who's like in the Navy or something in Charleston um, but there's a lot of hot sex in it it's kind of like a slow burn there's like a lot of hot sex kind of builds up to it and it's really really good so um, if you have a chance check out Savannah Frierson. Um, my favorite one of my favorite authors Rebecca Witherspoon it comes out October 27th um, if the boot fits I got an arc of it um, which is an advanced reader copy of it um, through NetGalley. And I read it and it was amazing. It's the second book in her um, um, Cowboys of California series. Oh, girl, that made me think about um, Dex and that Stets. <laughs> oh, child. Oh, my God. I need to take a, I need to take a break. But <laughs> if, y'all, if y'all go to my Instagram or my, my Twitter and y'all just, just, just Google Dex, and Dak Prescott from the Cowboys <laughs> in a cowboy hat. It is just too much. Y'all are gonna like faint. But anyway, um, <laughs> if the boot fits by Rebecca Witherspoon, which is a great book, all of these books in this series are retellings of fairy tales, and this one is a retelling of Cinderella. So that's why it's called If the Boot Fits. Um, oh. And uh, it's about a plus size girl who works in Hollywood. She has a terrible employer who is just like super, super mean um, to her. And um, one night, her one of her best friends, who, who's also an actress, says, you know, come out with me to a Vanity Fair party. She's like, cool. She goes out to a fan, Vanity Fair party, and she's dancing all night with a guy. And come to find out, it's this actor who's... His, the description of him reminds me of a cross between May He Rest in Peace Chadwick Boseman and like um, Lance, what's his name? Lance Gross. Lance Gross. So yeah, it's it's like a cross. Something about the, the way she describes him sounds like the cross between the two of those guys. Um, and so she like has like a one night stand with him and thinks she's never gonna see him again. <laughs> but lo and behold, one of her friends is getting married on his ranch, and so she runs into him. And so it's a really cute, cute book. Um, I don't want to give away too much of it. <clears throat> excuse me um but 
If the Boots Fits by Rebecca Witherspoon. It comes out October 27th. Um, what else? Um, <coughs> excuse me. These candles, girl. Um, <laughs> here I am trying to be sexy. <coughs> these candles don't kill me. <laughs> um, but um, the other book is uh, the Brown Sisters series. Um, two books are out in that series by Talia Hibbert. The first one was um, Get a Life, uh, Chloe Brown. Excuse me. The second one was Take a Hint, Danny Brown. And they both feature plus size um, sisters who find these amazing kind of cinnamon roll. When we say cinnamon roll, it'd be kind of a soft on the inside, hard on the outside type of guy um, that they fall for. Um, I read um, Take a Hint, um, Danny Brown over the summer, and it was really, really good. But she has a new book coming out about the last sister, which is like Get a Clue, Eve Brown. Um, okay. So it's, it's about, she's also plus size. She's very eccentric. She has like different colors. She changes her hair color to like match her mood. Um, and it has like purple long purple braids and stuff and like she's like a complete misfit and so it's kind of like an enemies to lovers um, book and it comes out I think it comes out early next year but at least the first two brown sisters books are out so you can um, read those two I'm adding and all the these to my goodreads list please do and I have reviews up too on my goodreads and um, on um Twelfth on Amazon for some of them, but other, but I am on Goodreads um, with my real name, Tatiana Richardson, and you can see uh, some of the reviews I have of books that I've gotten um, advanced reader copies of um, that are good. But I but I did get an advanced reader copy of um, Take a Hint, Danny Brown, so I read that over the summer. And then the last book, I I absolutely love. This person is not a person of color, but it does. She all of her books feature plus size women. And they're by Olivia Dade. And the last book that I read by her was called 40 Love. Um, it featured a woman who was in her 40s. Not only was she fat, she was a cougar. So she was she she was big and she started having like an affair, I think, with a tennis, a tennis pro uh, while she was on vacation. And he was like 20 years younger than her or something like that. Um, and so it's like this hot, passionate you know, well, maybe not quite 20. He may have been like maybe 15, 12, 15 years younger than her. Um, and so they started having like this super passionate, hot affair. Um, and so um, it's she writes really excellent books about plus size women. And um, there are going to be plenty more books that come out about plus size women. Um, there are a couple I think of that are like YA books. Um if you've read, if you've seen Dumpling on Netflix, there's a that's a book, that's a YA book um, that's about a plus size girl. Um, there's, I think it's a book called There's Something About um, Dimple or something like that. I cannot think of the name of that book, um, but it's about an Indian plus size girl. That's also YA. YA does a really good job. YA, when I'm talking about young adult books, do a really good job of examining um body because they're they're young people so they're examining mm-hmm. you know their body images and and how they feel about their bodies and you know the things that they go through and particularly with 
um, I think it's called Dimple and Rishi or something like that. But it it really um, examines like cultural intersections of like, you know, in certain cultures, it's not good to be big, you know, if you want to have a husband or get a boyfriend or whatever. Um, you know, I thought about um, what's that book? What was that movie? America Ferrera was in Real Women Have Curves. Mm-hmm. Um, and how, you know, her mom was like, you're fat, you need to lose weight and and so on and so forth. You're not going to get a man if you're fat and blah, blah, blah. Um, so, you know, in certain cultures, it's not cool to be fat. In some cultures, you know, being fat is celebrated. And I definitely think that bigger bodies definitely need to be celebrated and be seen in romance and in romantic comedies, romantic dramas, you know, Big big folks need love too, particularly big black women. They definitely need love too. We don't need just necessarily be, you know, your comic relief in in movies and in TV and stuff like that. So right, that's basically our show today. Do you have anything you want to say, Candice, before we? Get I on? don't. It was cool hanging out with you. Thank you again <laughs> for having me. You're welcome. Thanks for joining me on the podcast. And I hope everybody tunes in next week when we have another um, topic and talk about something cool involving romance. You can find us on Twitter at Romance and Color. That is color with a U. Uh, you can find us on Instagram under the same name, Romance and Color. Um, and we have, again, our Facebook group which is Romance Movie um, Addicts of Color. And we're talking about all the cool Christmas movies that are coming out, holiday movies, and fall movies that are coming out um, featuring romantic leads of color and um, BIPOC, basically, um, leads of color. So um, check us out, and we'll see you next week. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.